Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call Halloween Screamathon. I am your host, Otis, and tonight I am joined by Katie. Hi. And Emma. Oh, hey, what's up? And we are reviewing the 2022 American horror film, Barbarian. So this one doesn't have any taglines, so I came up with one. Uh, Red Flags 2, Electric Boogaloo. Because <laughs> if you watch Fresh, that was the first Red Flag movie. And this is Red Flags 2. Anybody got anything? I, I really don't. I mean, if if the keys aren't there, you should probably leave. Would, <laughs> would be... So specific people like i mean <laughs> if you open it. that lockbox and the keys aren't there bye <laughs> hit that music the squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld in eerie sight for the horror movie list began to grow in size and suddenly to their surprise Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 28 of our 31 movie marathon that we do every October. So we, I can't remember when the trailers came out for this movie. So this movie dropped in September, September 9th. Like six months before that, probably. Yeah. And I have been so curious about this movie because usually in horror, actually trailers for just movies as a whole, they usually show a lot of stuff because they want people to get excited and go to the movie. I don't understand why Disney movies show a lot of things in there because they're going to get millions of dollars either way. You could just say Black Panther movie and just have a screen. People are going to go. But with <laughs> certain movies, smaller movies, they tend to show a ton from it. But for Barbarian, this newer movie that came out, yeah, this actually was it's a Disney film, technically. It was... <laughs> It came out with 20th Century Studios. Oh. But then kind of part of it is Disney. Disney actually like Well, Disney owns it. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh a distribution deal between Regency and Walt Disney Studios. So yeah. They actually made the trailers don't show you anything. And I remember watching it and I was like, they shouldn't. That's exactly how horror fucking trailers need to be. I was like, what is this about? And they were like, Yeah, people are freaking out and they actually were going to put it on streaming, but then all the test screenings went so well that they said, Thug Life, let's just drop this movie in theaters and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, it did great. So it, it, it's fun. It's for the uninitiated. Barbarian is about uh, a lady named Tess, and she rented out an Airbnb, but someone else is in the Airbnb with her. And then that's all I can really say. It just gets ridiculous afterward. Honestly, it's it's a lot of red flags. Yep. And it's but funny. They're not where you think. Yeah, it's like Madison. <laughs> Full of red flags, but it's not where you think. Yeah. So the director and writer of this movie, his name is Zach Kreger. That name might not sound familiar, but if you've watched the comedy troupe, The Whitest Kids You Know, <laughs> yeah, it's Abraham Lincoln. It's a loud, mean-ass Abraham Lincoln. Calm down. Just calm down. Yeah. Calm down. Just calm down. Yelling and cussing while they were watching Hamlet fight vampires. Because that's true. <laughs> <laughs> they were watching vampires fight Hamlet. Uh, but it, it, it's ridiculous. So this is his first solo directorial debut. Him and Trevor Moore, they did Miss March together. They wrote and directed that movie. This is his first movie by himself writing and directing it and it actually came he was inspired by a nonfiction book called the gift of fear horrible name it sounds really scary and it's actually about people trusting their intuition and going with their gut on things and which no one did in this movie yeah well that's what he was going for uh (laughs) so he actually did this writing exercise and he picked that story and he wrote a short 30 page scene that would incorporate as many red flags as he could because from a viewer's standpoint in a horror movie especially when you see the main character just constantly do the wrong thing you're like what are you what what, what are you doing that's no 
And he liked the scene a lot, but then he kind of was frustrated with it because he didn't know where to go. And it was kind of predictable because it's like, oh, they're just going to keep doing bad things. And then, you know, that person's going to be the bad guy. Okay, we get it. And so he decided to come up with a twist that would just flip the whole scene and the whole movie on its head. And I really think he picked a very crazy twist. I did not expect what happens later in this movie. Caught me off guard. So uh, bravo, Zach. You, it was fucking great. So Emma, what did you think about Barbarian? I loved it. I, I was mentioning before we started the podcast, this is the first scary movie in four seasons of this podcast that I have watched alone in my house with no other people. And that was probably a poor choice on my part. <laughs> but no, this was so good. The discomfort level kicked in immediately. Like you weren't even five minutes into the movie and you're like, oh, that's not a good choice. So no, I, I loved it. It really was misleading in its red flags. <laughs> so that was, it was kind of fun because it did make it difficult to figure out where shit was going to come from. So I liked it too. Great thumbs up from me. Katie? Uh, I really liked it as well. It was all over the place and had your heart racing. And yeah, the twist was fucking wild. It was great. So it has to be a pretty, I don't know, newer films, older films. When I watch a film, if if it grabs me, it, it grabs me. But I remember Katie and I went to the theater September 8th and watched this with a full theater of people and just going from the beginning of this movie seeing the main character the hopeful hopefully potential final girl of this movie constantly do the wrong thing it was weird i can't remember another movie where that early someone was doing just the wrong things and ignoring very blatant issues i know in scary movie they made fun of that that whole thing with Cindy, one of her friends, was like, oh, this is the spot where I break my leg right while you're chasing me. And then she like snapped her own leg. He's like, oh, now you're going to kill me. And I'm going to scream for help and no one can hear me. Ah! So it, I've seen movies make fun of that issue. But this is the first movie that I can think of where someone was just doing the wrong thing over and over. And man, just the, the, the environment was so thick with tension. It, it was great. I... Man, it was awesome. The first probably 40 minutes of this movie it was such a big question mark. I didn't know where it was going. And I was so confused. And it was great. And then at a certain point, it's like, okay, now I know what track we're on, what type of scary this is. Now I know what I'm doing. I'm still confused as fuck about why. But mm-hmm. I understand what's happening now. Characters popped in. It just, it was great. Not that many people which I'm fine with. A scary movie doesn't have to have five billion people in it. If you give me two or three solid characters, good or bad, shitty or like brave, I'm good because there's going to be something scary trying to kill them. You know, this movie is fucking amazing. And I, it, the reviews, everybody's like, yeah, it's pretty fucking solid. You know, They're, you know, there's always some contrarian out there to like, yeah, oh, I didn't like it, but you know, they can kick rocks. It's a pretty solid movie. So I found a couple of fun facts about it. So the original character that was going to play AJ, so Justin Long is AJ in this movie, and he's a actor, has his own issues in life. It was supposed to be Zac Efron. And well, so, uh, good job been, not doing Zac Efron. Yeah, that would have been pretty interesting to see him play this character. But then when he when Zac Efron was busy probably doing like Katie said probably Firestarter and he couldn't do this movie they Katie thinks probably billions of other people before Justin Long but in some interview they said that Justin Long looked so unassuming that it would work for how they fixed the character in 100% like he seems like I'm pushing but yeah it just it seemed just right so Zach Trigger, he, you know, came up with the idea of this movie and stuff, but he is great friends with Jordan Peele. 
<laughs> and he talked to him while he was writing this film and Jordan saw an early cut of it. So he sure was like, so Jordan, what do you think about it? He's like, no, oh, it's pretty good. You know, I think, what do you think about this, this and that? And he's just like slowly writing it down. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I sure would <laughs> take what he has, you know. So uh, the director, Zach, he said that this movie has a duality. And he said he was going for a David Fincher movie on the top floor. So like uh, Fight Club. He's There's a couple other Fincher films I got in my head. And then a Sam Raimi film, Under the House. And it and the movie does feel completely different from itself when you get to different levels to it. Oh, for sure. And I thought that was a really cool feel. Because, yeah, it absolutely feels so different when they go to different levels in the house. If it had a different name, if you took away the name Barbarian and any credit, like, at the beginning that said Barbarian... Mm-hmm. And then started this film for me about 35 minutes in. I would have assumed I'm watching a rom-com. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like it was about to get real romantic in there and then it wasn't. <laughs> so it was super cute till it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So David Fincher did Fight Club 7. We will absolutely do that movie one day. Gone Girl. That's Micah's favorite. Zodiac. <laughs> And the girl with the dragon tattoo. So yes, uh, I've seen Fight Club and the girl with the dragon tattoo, but I don't think I saw his version. Is, are there multiple versions of Girl with the Dragon uh, Tattoo? I thought there were. Oh, there was there, a, there's a French one, I believe. Yeah, I think I whatever it is, like Swedish or yeah, that's some other something. I think I saw the foreign version. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I yeah, this movie's great, man. Uh, it's funny you bring up that the name could have been something else. So Barbarian was actually a placeholder for it while he was working on it. And then he just <laughs> never came up with another yeah. one. So it's just, it's called Barbarian. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that name would mean connecting this, correlating to what happens. I can't think of anything on top of my head. Oh, I understand what it means now after the movie is over. Uh, but going into it, it makes you think a lot of different things. Okay. Well, when we get there, just remember what you think it is i didn't have anything in my head okay yeah so uh we'll get through this story this bad boy i want to say it was 107 minutes and it moved man because i was just so curious about everything so it just boy howdy it just scooted so so in this movie it is a small cast and honestly it's like three people and then other people appear later in the movie but we got georgina campbell She's the main character. Uh, she's an English actress, and she has a pretty good, you know, American voice, like all they, all the other ones do. We got Bill Skarsgård. Hey, he's Pennywise. I love him. Yeah, it's Pennywise trying to not be spooky, <laughs> doing an all right job in this movie, honestly. And then Justin Long. So you know, from that cast, you're like, well, one of them looks like he'd be the bad guy. Let's see if it actually happens. <laughs> So uh, we'll get through this this plot and and go over our favorite favorite characters. So the movie opens with Tess. That's our main character. She books a Airbnb in a neighborhood in Detroit. So it's dark, so you can't see anything, and it's raining hard, hard as fuck. And she hops out and she looks at her notes because I guess when you book uh, Airbnb, they give you all the codes and all well, that stuff. They send you an email that has all the codes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and. Oh no, the key is gone. And she did the right code. At first she messed it up, but the code is is right now and there's no key in there. She goes back to a car and the lights go on in the Airbnb. She goes back to it, rings the doorbell and Keith, a young man named Keith opens the door. Hey, it's Bill Skarsgård. And they discover that they got double booked, which is a crazy situation. But I guess if you rent it from another company, if one company doesn't, write it down or click it saying it's busy then yeah it could happen that's why you don't that's why there should be rules about being able to uh post your stuff on separate companies like you shouldn't be able to do airbnb and vbro and whatever the fuck yeah vrbo like you it just is fucked up 
because shit's going to get double booked. Moments like this. So Keith, being a nice guy, we'll see if he stays like that, saying like, hey, it's raining really bad. Just come on in and we can work this out. We'll call them and we'll do this together. Wink. And closes the door. And everyone (laughs) in the theater were like, oh, my God. (laughs) So they actually try to work this out. No one's answering. They're not doing any emails. And Tess, she has no other option. All the hotels, I assume it's late as fuck. No other hotels are open because there's some type of convention happening in Detroit. So Keith is like, hey, I'm not going to let you sit out in your car or anything like that. How about this? You didn't see the neighborhood when you came, when you drove up. Yes. So you take the bedroom and I'll sleep on the couch. That's the least I could do for you. And he's at offering her food, offering her drinks. And she's like, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> And it's funny, later on, it hits him and he's like, oh, so um, I got some wine, but I waited to open it until you were here because you would just say no if I reported into your glass. So do you want some wine before I open this? And I'm like, dang, man. But hey, that's real. Things boys don't think about. Yeah. But women are always thinking about. Yep. Real ass life. You wonder why we can't get to sleep at night? It's because our brains are thinking about 8 billion fucking things that you don't have to worry about. Yep. (laughs) And all of them are in the first 35 minutes of this movie. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And so Keith, he washes the sheets. And so while those are washing, that's going to take at least an hour and a half. They got some time to, to waste. And Keith realizes that Tess is working for a director that is working on a documentary about jazz music. And then Keith's like, I'm a jazz guy. And it's like, you should interview me. And then they start talking and he's like, yeah, no, I'm seriously. And and it's like, you can feel the tension kind of loosen a little bit. I'm like, oh, he's actually a cool dude. Like, that's good. That's really awesome. And she starts to drink a little bit of wine. I was like, here we go, here we go. And then Keith teaches Tess this awesome ridiculous method i assume that's bill's bill's like real method in life to make a duvet <laughs> a duvet cover he like put the sheet over himself and he's like and then he stuff it in himself and then he shake like a crazy person and then she was like laughing i'm like 100 that's something he does <laughs> and that's actually how he makes i was legit holding my breath that whole scene because i was like he's gonna fucking grab her right now and like we're off and then there was like 20 moments where I'm like, this is going to flash back and he's got a syringe through the cork of the fucking wine bottle and like, yeah, too many things that I'm sitting here going, uh-uh. Yep. Nope. Every moment I was like, okay, that's, that's the way he's going to get her. But nothing happens. She actually finds his wallet and his name is actually real Keith. And she's like, fuck, man, I've been like really freaking out about this guy. He seems like an actually legit dude and there's a moment after setting up her bed that i you know you think they're gonna kiss because it seemed like they had such a great night sans the rain and you know being terrified mm-hmm. but then he's like well i'll see you tomorrow i'm gonna go sleep on the couch like i said you half hour in you think this is gonna be a rom-com if it didn't have the name barbarian you would have been like oh yeah that was like they're perfect for each other. She's working on a jazz documentary. He's a jazz saxophonist. Like, this is fucking perfect. They're adorable together. It's the best meat cute ever. Yeah. So that I'd watch that rom-com. Yeah. Same. So that night, Tess, she doesn't lock the door. And at some point in the night, she hears the door open. And is, you know, some doors you kind of open them with nothing. This one, it seems like the person didn't really care that they heard it and just opened it up and she instantly wakes up and she can see Keith on the couch and he's still sleeping, but he's having a really bad nightmare and he's flopping around and making sounds. So she wakes him up and Keith's like, what the fuck? What, what, why, why are you in my face right now? I've been, I'm asleep. She's like, you're making a lot of sounds and moving in your sleep. And he's like, okay, whatever, man. Why are you like, you're kind of scaring me. You're freaking me out. Cause you're in my face in the middle of the night. And I was like, oh, my gosh, he's actually a good dude. <laughs> and so Tess is like, did you open my door? And he's like, no. 
get away from me. I'm trying to go to sleep, man. And Tess is like, my bad, my bad. I'm going to sleep. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And she closes the door and locks it this time. Daylight hits. Everything works out. Tess goes to her job interview. And it seems like it goes great. The lady's happy. And she asks Tess, where's her Airbnb? And she brings up the neighborhood she's in. And the lady's face is like, oh, really? She's like, yeah, yeah. She's like, there's an Airbnb there. And she's like, yeah. And the the her new future boss is like, that's a really bad place. You should really like watch out. Seriously, it's not a good place. She's like, oh, I'm brave. I'm good. I can take, I can handle it. And she's like, okay, man, that's okay. And just kind of walks away. Her boss person was like, I've got a couch. Like you could just come, yeah, like, this, come sleep on my couch. It's kind of rough, chief. Until you got to go like, <laughs> shit's wild. So Tess makes it back to the neighborhood. And now that it's not nighttime and raining, she can see the rest of the houses. Everything else is dilapidated and busted up. This house is the only house on the street that seems to be functional. So boy, howdy. That's a big old red flag, but she couldn't see it in, in the nighttime. I understand that red flag. But now it's like, why is this one house good and everything else is bad, busted up? Huh. Oh, well, let me go back into the house. I'm like, there's something wrong with it. So while she's getting her stuff, you can see in the background of the scene, just some little shadowy figure running toward her. And she sees it. And it's some homeless guy running full speed at her, telling her to get out of the house. Come here. And she runs to the house real quick, locks the door, and he's beating on the door, telling her to get out, get out of the house. And so she calls the cops. And just like good old Detroit cops do, they're like, oh, we don't have any cops available to come to you. She's like, well, what, what's going to happen? Nothing. Like, so does this guy just be able to get me or what, what's happening? She's like, well, we don't have anybody yet. Just give us a little bit of time. No one comes. So, you know, that's how it works. So... She goes to poop because she probably got scared and she's got to go. But there's no toilet paper. So she heads into the basement to look for toilet paper. So while she's down there, the door to the basement just closes on its own. Hardcore. Just she had it completely open. And then the door is just like, yeah, I'm going to close now. And when it closed, it locked itself. So she is just stuck in the basement. So while looking around for something to help her. She finds a rope that is in the wall and she pulls this rope and a secret compartment opens and boy, howdy, the whole theater was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> the whole theater was like, bitch, no. So it's funny. <laughs> Don't do it. Tess looks at the opening that is just made and she goes, nope. And I was like, thank, thank you. She finally said no to something. And while she's sitting on the stairs, stuck there, she realized she has the key in her pocket. So at some point, Keith is going to be locked out. And she's like, fuck, man. So she uses a mirror and reflects the light from the fucking, like, light, uh, the lamp mm -hmm. or the chandelier, whatever it's called, from the basement and reflects light into the tunnel. And she walks into the tunnel and finds a tiny little room. With a soiled bed, a bucket, probably for peeing and pooping, and a camera. She goes in and it's instantly like, oh, this ain't good. This ain't good at all. Oh, shit. And scoots out. She's uh, working at one of the windows to the basement. And she sees Keith walking up to the stairs. She beats on it. And they actually get the window open. She passes him a key. And then he gets, he opens the, the basement door for her. She tells Keith. Holy shit, there's a fucking secret room down there. And there's a camera and a bed and a bucket. And Keith, and I, I get it from his point of view, that's not that scary to him. But to a lady, that's like, holy shit. Women probably are getting taken down there and bad things are happening to them. I, the second I saw the room, I was like, woo, someone's watching them. And it's probably kidnapping people and putting them down there. In mm -hmm. Keith's head, he's like, so you saw a bed with a bucket and a camera. He's like, that okay, I want to see it. And she's like, no, we need to leave. And he's like, okay, you're freaked out. I can't get freaked out because I don't understand what what, what you saw. You, you said you saw a bucket in the bed. I'm not scared of that. So I'm going to go look. And I was like, what? Just 
just go you know if katie's like let's go i'm like oh you saw something i don't want to see it <laughs> i'm gonna leave so but we have a trust they're strangers who just met yeah, yesterday I know, but still just someone's freaked out i'm like well, you don't like what you saw 100 percent. we're just leaving time to skedaddle so keith heads down to the stairs and tess is on the stairway kind of midway just in case she wants to leave and the door starts closing again so she stops it and puts a chair to prop it open and keith sees the room and he's like oh okay it's weird as fuck and then as tess is propping the door open she doesn't hear keith anymore she calls for keith he doesn't answer back she heads down there she can't find him he is missing and then she sees that the tunnel actually has another secret door. She opens it up, a gigantic set of stairs sharply going down. This was so many no's. Yet yet another one of 900 moments where I'm like, Keith is going to come out behind you right now and be like, bye, bitch, and push you down those stairs. Like So many nopes. This is just a hallway of nopes. Yeah. So as she's heading down the stairs, she actually hears Keith screaming for help so she starts scooting faster and while she is running she sees like dog cages and she sees a lot of things this is a fucking like dungeon down here multiple rooms and lights she finds keith on the ground he tells her we need to get the fuck out of here i'm glad you think that now bro and he's like someone bit me down here we gotta go and she's like "Let's, let's do this and the way the exit is He's like, no, they came from that direction. She's like, well, where the fuck are we going to go? So at this point, they are attacked by a large thing at this point. We don't get a good look at it, but it's a large, pale thing. Grabs Keith's head and smashes it into the rock wall. Kills Keith. Keith was a good guy. A dumb guy, but a good guy till the end. I was like, holy shit, he was actually good. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> yeah, Bill Skarsgård out here being a good guy. Weird. Yeah, and then fade to black. And I was like, oh, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then some time goes by and we meet up with a sitcom actor, AJ, as he is driving. Uh, is he in California? Yeah, yeah He's driving- California. He's on the five. Yeah, driving. He's on the one. The one, yeah, that's right. The coast highway. Yeah. PCH, baby. Driving, singing a song about a mongoose, Ricky Tick Tabby. And he gets a call from his higher ups. And they talk to him and they say that one of his co stars is coming with info that there were some rape allegations and that he is the one that was doing all this stuff. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, what? And they're like, yeah, we're not going to continue with the show with you, even even if it does continue. It's probably not going to continue because of this these issues. But yeah, you're probably going to get sued for this. And you're probably going to court for this situation. And he's like, Wait, what's, what's happening? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you did bad things. So have we're fun. dropping you. Yeah, have fun. And so we we're in his life for a little bit and he realizes that he's got to sell a lot of his homes and he has a couple of airbnbs and stuff and he's got to sell his cars and stuff for the legal costs because he's going to have two cases going the one against him and he's probably going to counter try to counter sue her for defamation yeah sure and he doesn't got the money for this and so we find out as he's getting off a plane to get to his rental car that he has a rental property in detroit guess where it is (laughs) yeah it's the same one which i was like wait is he involved with the weird thing in the basement immediately you're like what the fuck justin long how dare you what's happening i started i started replaying tusk yeah (laughs) while i was watching this scene i'm like oh no justin long's got a sex dungeon happening i guess our sex cauldron (laughs) sex cauldron so as he goes out to drink that night, drunk AJ talks to his friend and is like, hey, man, I am I was watching the news. Like, is this true? Like, what happened? He's like, OK, OK. So I was with the girl and we were going to get it on. And like, you know, at first she was like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. 
But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty persistent, you know, and, you know, I worked her into it and she had, you know, when we got going, she was down for it, you know, and I was like, oh no, you're not a good person. <laughs> and he tells his friend, like he forced himself on this woman. And he's like, I don't get why she's trying to sue me and say I'm a bad guy. She wanted it later. At first she wasn't that down, but then she became down for it. And I was like, oh. When he kept saying, when he kept saying, I'm a really convincing guy. I was like, uh, uh. Yeah. She oh, said no, and you didn't listen. Like, AJ, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so he talks to his family. There's a couple of calls that people are saying like, yeah, you need more money and stuff. And so he wakes up the next day at the his property and he's like there's cars outside there's clothes in the fucking room like someone's still here and he talks to the property manager and she's like well you know when they leave we clean it and so i guess no one has been there and he's like what there's clothes here like there's someone here and so he heads down to the basement well he searches the he finds a computer yeah well, in clothes and stuff like that. Yeah, but he searches on the computer to find out who it's who was there. Yeah. And so he heads down to the basement because he sees the chair op- chair still holding the door open. He's like, lights are on and shit. You know, he's like upset about it. And so he goes to the basement and he finds the tunnel and he looks in. And the first thing he does, he sees the room with the camera and the bed. He goes back to the laptop and is like, is this actually my property? Because it's under the home. Like, how far does property go? And he's like, oh, shit, I got more square footage. He's like pumped about this. Yeah. And then he finds the extra room with the giant stairs that go down. He brings a fucking a tape measure. Yeah. And he he measures off the room, the creepy room with the camera and all the little side spaces with the dog cages and <laughs> the giant tunnel that, that goes all the way to the back staircase. Yeah, he is. He's like, like, how much more square footage can I get out of this house? Yeah. <laughs> so as he's marking off this gigantic tunnel under his home, he finds a room with a TV playing a video about breastfeeding newborn children. And he's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, it smells in here. What is this room? And then his tape measure catches off of something and it noisily, those bitches are not very loud. Yeah. And it starts coming back and he sees something running at him. And he's like, oh, 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 fuck this. And so he starts scuttling. because <laughs> He's I would, running as fast as he can. He drops his flashlight and just like any flashlight in a scary movie, it you pick off. it back up, it's going off and on, off it's and on. It's broken. And he sees, he gets a better look at it. This is a big fucking lady. And she's completely naked and pale. And she's big as fuck. <laughs> she's like seven foot tall. She's like seven foot tall. Like, I don't She's lean too. Like, yeah. I don't know, 150 pounds, 100, maybe 175. She's ginormous, but lean. Yeah. Oh, man. And he keeps running and he falls into a pit. And he's like, what? Where the fuck am I? He's real confused. And then we see Tess, a dirty Tess, but still alive, puts a hand over her his mouth and says, "Don't fucking say anything. Just shut the fuck up." And then we get another flashback, and we see the home in better times, in the whole neighborhood. A a deep, deep flashback. Yeah. <laughs> And so it's like the 1980s and we see the original owner of the home, Frank, and he goes to the store to buy items for childbirthing because he's going to have a child at his home. Mm-hmm. Home birth. But before he goes back home, he tails a woman to her home, puts on a fake, like, I don't know, uh, water meter guy outfit. Gets into her home, because back then it was just, I don't know, people trusted folks in the uniform, and unlocks her bathroom window. And he's like, well, you have a great day, ma'am. Seems Everything seems to be up in order. Bye-bye. I'll see you later. Wink. So, you know, we see that Frank is stalking and probably abducting young women. And so when he gets home with all the items, he opens a door, and you hear screams before he closes the door. So it's like, he's already got one. Probably not the first one. So 
we go back to the present. AJ's freaking the fuck out. And Tess tells him, shut up. And when she gets here, do not fight her. She just wants to be a mom. Just, just calm down, you know? And he's like, what are you talking about? And then we see the mom. She puts her crazy hand through this cage and puts a bottle in front of AJ's face. And AJ's like, I'm not drinking that. Like an old-fashioned 1920s bottle, too. So gross. It's like what you would see someone feeding like goats and cows with now. Like a giant milk bottle, like a glass bottle with a big rubber nipple on it. Yeah. And then she passes it to Tess. And Tess is like, shit, I'll drink some of this because I don't want this crazy bitch trying to kill me. And I'd be like, mm, warm water, warm milk as she leaves the room. <laughs> so, and AJ does not drink from the, oh, the bottle's got hair on it and shit. Like, it's gross, man. It zooms in. You're like, that's fucking gross. AJ's like, I'm not drinking that. And then the mother opens the gate. And yanks his ass away. So she's super fucking strong. Just mm-hmm. dragged him out of this pit. And she leaves the pit open. And so Tess is like, rock on. I got a flashlight and an easy way out. She climbs her ass out. I was like, good. <laughs> so she drags him to the TV room and tries to breastfeed AJ. And she has watched this movie probably billions of times. And so she's doing all the techniques and stuff. And AJ is like, I'm not putting my mouth on your nipple, ma'am. You better get out of my face. He's trying his best to fight, but this is a very big person. So he's easily getting thrown around. So Tess, she gets to the basement. She makes some sounds, but the mom chases her. And she actually gets out of the basement. And the homeless man from earlier drags her out. And then we see the mom reaching out toward her and then just kind of slinks back into the darkness and the homeless man says this is a bad house and i tried to warn you earlier i probably said the wrong things and ran at you so it's justifiable why you freaked out yeah i understand why you ran away from me but yeah sorry and she says that this is not a good place you got you you are lucky you got out and she says there's someone else down there. I got to save him. And she's and he's like, fuck all that. Yeah, you you got out, man. Why are you trying to go back in? Fuck all that. And the homeless man says, when nighttime hits, she's going to come out looking for you. So whatever you're going to do, you better do it now. You better not be here at, at nighttime because she's going to find you. So uh, you better didn't. Yeah. So Tess, she goes to a gas station and she gets the cops to come. And these cops are shitty and they think that she's on drugs. Justifiably, she's very dirty and acting crazy, saying that she was in some weird dungeon and some giant naked lady was attacking her and stuff. It sounds like the ramblings of a person on drugs. I get it. But these cops didn't want to investigate anything. I don't get it. As a woman, I nope. And the cops believe women. Yeah. And the cops are like, I should arrest you for breaking that window that basement window and we got to leave because detroit's a shitty place and there's like two other calls happened while i'm sitting here talking to you so we're out so cops are done so you know what happens so at this point aj he gets away because the mom went to chase tess and so aj scoots further into the caves and he finds another door and there's like electricity connections going into the room and the mother gets close to him and then she starts backing away from the door and leaves him be. AJ goes in and finds a room with a very dirty old man laying in a bed. It's the same guy from the flashbacks. And I'm like, Frank. Frank. And I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. And he finds all these tapes and AJ watches a tape. And we don't get to know what's on it, but we honestly know what's, we know what's on, on it. it. So Frank has been videotaping himself doing bad things to these women. And he That's records what that it. That creepy room was at the yeah. beginning of the hallway. And then as we learn, actually, it's a little bit later. So he's just been grabbing weight ladies and just doing bad things. And so AJ's like, oh, you're a piece of shit. 
And it's like, the cops, man, they're going to be here. They're going to surround this place. And you're going down for this, man. And this whole time, Frank is like not talking, reaching for something. And AJ's like, what do you want, you old dirty bastard? You want some water? And he drags this like cabinet over to him. Frank pulls out a pistola out of the cabinet. And AJ's like, oh, please don't shoot me, dirty old man. And the guy shoots himself because he's like, I'm not going to prison for this. So it's like, holy shit. AJ has got himself a gun and he grabs a flashlight and a gun and he is now trying to scoot out of this bad boy. So nighttime hits. Tess goes back in. She gets her keys and she's going to leave. But then she's like, I should go back for him. She doesn't have that much time to think about it because the mom comes out of the front fucking door full speed at her. Yeah, she does. And Tess hits her ass with her car and rams her into the side of the home. And the car is instantly broken, I guess. And the mom looks like she got smushed by the car. Hooray. So Tess goes back into the tunnels to look for AJ. AJ is making his way out and he makes it back toward that room with the baby breastfeeding video. And he hears something coming toward him. And he shoots his gun. And he hits Tess. And Tess is like, oh my god, I got shot. And he's like, god damn it, I'm sorry. I thought you were the bad thing. Picks her up and gets them both out. If you glance at the car, the mom is not smushed between the car and the house anymore. And they just, they don't see it. They start wobbling their ass away from the home. So they find the homeless man. And he is by, what, this water plant? Or this water tower it's like a big silo yeah and the homeless man explains that the mother well frank was grabbing women doing bad stuff they would have kids he would do bad things with the kids and he said just decades and decades of just incest and just bad stuff makes something like her and that's why she's gigantic, I guess. I don't know. It's just it, that she is a product of a lot of bad things happening over the decades. Mm-hmm. And so Tess is like, we need to get help. I got shot. And Major's like, yeah, we need to get out of here. And, and the homeless man's like, no, we got to stay till daytime, man. It's a lot safer than day. And it's like, and the mother, she doesn't make it this far out. We're safe. We're as safe as can be. Hey, what's that? The mother comes out and just destroys the homeless man. I'm like, oh my God, she found us. Yeah. So she like ripped him in half. It was fucking wild. Yeah. So Tess and AJ, they run off and they start climbing up one of the water towers. And AJ drops the gun because he pulls it out of his pocket and he bobbles it and it falls off the side, you know, (laughs) like you do in a scary movie. They make it to the top of the tower and AJ. Looking around, he's like, there's no way out of here. We're going to die up here. And he's like, unless. Yeah. Uh, what what um, Hamilton song is that when they say unless? If uh, I could prove that I never sold this. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> unless. Oh, no, it was confess. It was confess when they're doing the right before the Reynolds pamphlet. Yes. Yeah. I think, yeah. So AJ looks at Tess and he's like, it's one of my seven words, so I won't say what I said. But he tosses Tess the fuck off the water tower and says, like, hey, your kid's falling off this bitch. And the mother actually jumps and saves Tess, shields her from the fall. And AJ comes down and he's like, oh, my God, Tess, I am so sorry. I'm happy you're alive. And it kind of worked out. But you like, I didn't really push you. You kind of were slipping. So, you know you know, my bad, I guess, but I didn't push you. So, and I'm like, wow, you're a piece of shit, even at the end of this movie. And while this is happening, the mom, she wakes back up and starts choking AJ out and gouges his eyes out and rips his head apart. And I was like, no loss here. And Tess is still laying on the ground because she's like, that fucking hurt. And the mom is trying to get her up. And she's like, nah, don't, don't move me. This really fucking hurts. And the mom is trying to help her and she like mumbles baby out and she's like, yeah, I'm sorry. Pulls up the pistola and shoots her in the head with the gun. And then Tess shoots the mom in the head. 
to be clear. Oh, I said it. But and so at the end of the movie, we hear Be My Baby, a really good song. And we see Tess, she stumbles away, fucked up, bullied in her body, but still alive. <laughs> so, Emma, who was your favorite character in Barbarian? Tess. Tess was full out incredible. She was always cautious, but still like she like the whole thing with Keith when he like disappeared. She's like, no, I need to help him. But she was still like, oh, I don't know. But she just seemed like she always had like her survival in mind, which is really good. But no, I don't know. She just she stood out and everybody else was pretty shitty except for Keith. So Katie, Uh, I said Tess as well. Uh, For all the reasons you said, she's just a really strong, um, a really strong female character. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will say she did ignore quite a bit of red flags. Yep. um, To get into the position she was in. So like I wouldn't have been there. Like I could, I, there's no way I would have gotten into that situation. Cause I wouldn't have gone into the Airbnb number one to start like, yep. Oh, we double booked Cool. Let me get in my car. I'm going to drive to a hotel, whether there's fucking vacancy or not. And I'm sleeping in this car or I'm sleeping in the lobby. Like it ain't happening. I'm <laughs> somewhere where there's lots of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not staying in this, but besides a couple of just, weird decisions like one the the choice to go into the airbnb and then two the choice to go into the fucking tunnel (laughs) yeah just bad choices but otherwise tess i went with second and third act tess (laughs) first act was just too much for me i was like i can't like you you're you're pushing the story ahead but god damn it's terrible it's absolutely terrible and in the theater, I was like shaking my head, smiling. I was like, she is so stupid. But she's <laughs> got to do this to make the story move. I was like, this is so goddamn dumb. <laughs> I was like laughing at it. I was like, this is so absurd what she's doing right now. But she got smart. It was weird how she wanted to go back for AJ, but she just got out. She didn't really have any type of love for the man. And she was like, I got to go back. I'm like, do you? Do you? But I mean, yeah, she was the only one. So I guess that that was her connection. She was like, I understand what it feels like to be there for a while, and I don't want him to go through it. So she was a good person. So she probably didn't want the thought of his death on her hands either. <laughs> yeah, because she saw him. She scooted off and left him. So she's like, fuck, you know. So Emma, who was your least favorite character? That would be AJ, the absolute asshole of a definite person who raped the girl that accused him of raping her so and he had like two seconds of redemption literally two seconds and then immediately back to just his assholeness like the second they got on top of that water tower when he threw her off and then came down and figured out she was awake he's like oh no 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 no, you slipped. There's nothing I could do. I didn't even push you. I I couldn't catch you. And I was like, oh, you motherfucker. Like, I, I am not usually proud when people die. Not usually. <laughs> but the second mother ripped his head in two pieces, I was like, oh, that's because you're a two-faced piece of shit. That's why. But no, he was he was too much, and I just I wasn't okay with it. So, Katie, um, my least favorite characters were the cops who yep. did not believe the woman who was like, "I just escaped a fucking torture basement." Yeah, because because do your fucking job like even if she was on drugs your job is to call an ambulance and have her taken to a hospital yeah and guess what when the talk screen comes back that she's not on fucking drugs you both lose your jobs because she was in a fucking murder basement yeah (laughs) and frank the rapist old man who raped 
not only many women from his neighborhood, but, but his also children. his children with those yep. women and their children and yep. just all of it. Don't be rapey. Otis. I went with end of third act AJ. So he he pulled this another one of my seven words, but he had a face turn. He was like he seemed very like apologetic about what he did. And he's like, oh fuck, man, I'm not a good person. I'm trying to do better, you know? And I was like, okay, he's still gonna get sued and lose all his money, but at least he knows he's a bad person. And then at the end, he's like, nah, I still wanna live. Tossed her off. And I was like, damn, he instantly went back bad. And I was like, maybe he wasn't that genuine with his apologies. Or maybe it was just fear. Fear made him say things. And he's like, I didn't really mean to apologize. I was just really scared I was going to die. So I said, sorry, but I want to live. But yeah, it's it sucked. I thought he was getting better. But then he instantly, instantly became a piece of shit again. I was like, damn, you are not good. <laughs> yep. But no, it was good to see him get fucked up. So I was like, the second he came down, I was like, oh, you slipped. And, you know, I couldn't stop you. I'm like, he's going to die now. He's got to die. I thought she, I thought Tess was going to shoot him, actually. Yep. But it makes sense that the mom did it because he's not a good person. So let's do seven word synopsis. I have a couple because this movie made me laugh. And I had one saved up since September. And Katie, I think if she If you take mine, I'm going to be mad, but go ahead. No. Uh, <laughs> so my first one is suck the nipple if you want to live. Yikes. And AJ had two chances to get his mouth on a nipple. And he's like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. I do not want this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad he didn't die earlier because he really should have. Um, so my next one is Justin Long face turn. Nope. Still shitty. <laughs> and then. Tension was so thick at the beginning. I it that theater, everybody was like, "This is not right. This is not right." And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, we can stay in this room. I don't know you, stranger, but yeah, let's just go to sleep in the same house." Yeah, I'm like, "What?" Tension was thicker than. <laughs> and then my next one. <laughs> this is on the water tower. This is what I was gonna say. Uh, so when I do these episodes, I think about what kind of what I want to say, and then we do it. So this was my line I was going to say on top of the water tower. This is AJ. Hey, look, this test is empty. Yeet! So that's what he was <laughs> going to say as he threw her off the water tower. And then mom trying to catch her bad kids. That That is the synopsis of this movie. She's trying to catch her bad children as they Yikes. run away from her. Yikes. Up on water towers. That's not safe. <laughs> and then my last one. Now you fucked up. Me, whole movie. That was me. Yep. Now you fucked up. Katie. Okay. This is a direct quote from Justin Long. Um, As soon as he gets the gun uh, after Frank kills himself, he says, he puts this gun in his hand and gets his flashlight and he starts to head down the hall and he literally says out loud, okay, bitch, Time to get fucked up. Yep. <laughs> and I laughed my ass off. Because <laughs> it's like Justin Long trying to be like this hard badass. It's like, no, I can't. I can't take you seriously. I know you have a gun and your intention is to murder, but you're like the littlest dude. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Even just him saying, okay, bitch, is too much. Yeah. Um, and then rapists are trash. Cops weren't much better. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Loki loved seeing Bill Skarsgård be normal. Yeah. It was really refreshing. He could do a rom-com. I would love to watch a rom-com with Bill Skarsgård. Oh my no, God. He's so pretty. He is so pretty. It'd like, be so I would, good. Uh, but, but also like the interracial couple that was happening. Yes. I was fucking here for it. I was like, yes, yes. Bill Skarsgård with a black woman. Give it to me. Yes. I want that rom-com Please. for sure. And then uh, my last one, Airbnb and a basement full of nopes. <laughs> <laughs> Emma. Okay. House said death from below. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of the houses across the street 
had spray painting on it that said death from below. And I was like, "Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh. No, I'm driving away from this house and I'm not coming back. (laughs) Yeah. Strangers invite you inside? Sure, why not? Too many red flags. Please pay attention. Yeah. And then the way he just flips those narratives, I just... Yeah. Oh, he turns it back around. Like when he called the girl when he was drunk and he's like, maybe you just read it the wrong way. Maybe you just were feeling really bad about the whole thing and then called it what it wasn't. And then when he threw Tess off the water tower and I'm like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. And then my alliterative beings brought below B&B become bitches babies. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So this film came out July 22nd in Comic-Con. So they got to see it first. And I then for the- sure would have seen this at Comic-Con if yeah. we had gone last year. Yeah. Uh, every year at Comic-Con, they have um, different, they'll, they'll debut movies and stuff. I want to say Willy's Wonderland may have yeah. played there too. I saw Batman Hush and then I was mad because that was a shitty movie at the end. And everybody was like, what the fuck was that? But um, it's really cool. They show off some really cool things. So I'm sad I couldn't see it because I'd been like, holy shit, this movie's coming out in a couple months. It's fucking great. Yeah. So I'd have been singing the praises of this movie. For sure. And then it came out September 9th in the world. So what do you ladies think the budget for Barbarian was, Katie? I said six dollar dues. Six dollar dues. Emma. Ten dollar dues. Ten dollar dues. So you both went over. And surprisingly, the budget was four point five dollar dues. Oh shit! So it makes sense. It's only one house, mm-hmm. the tunnels. That's just what, like a warehouse. You make tunnels. Only one famous person. Yeah. Well, one and a half. Like Bill Skarsgård is famous, and Justin Long was famous. Is At one point, kind of famous. Rel- I don't know. Yeah, he's recognizable. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that many different spots, you know, the the yard when they made the nice houses, the flashback, you know, that was probably a little bit of work, but not a ton. Probably some of those houses weren't even like real houses. So it, I could see how it wouldn't be that expensive. So what do you ladies think the box office was, Katie? I said $60 dues. 60. Emma? I said $80 dues. $80 dues. So as of September... So we are towards the end of October. So it's been out for two and a half months. Two and a half months. The box office is $42.2 dues. Hey, man, it made 10 times its money. That's yeah. not bad. And I don't think it's actually out on DVD and stuff not like yet. that yet. So that's going to be some. It's going to make a bunch of money. That's going to be think. some nasty money there. It just dropped on HBO Max. So there's more faces watching it and stuff. Oh, sure. yeah. It's going to get big real yeah. quick. Sure, I think. it's on streaming, but it's still numbers you know so i'm happy and i I need zach to come out with some more scary stuff he yes please him and the boys from the wise kids you know sans trevor because he passed away recently they finished up a movie and they got trevor to do all of his lines so they are coming out with a wise kids you know movie and it's gonna be sad and i'm I'm excited for it but i would love him to do some more scary stuff my brain just goes directly to the john williams like the fucking john williams off yeah or uh the grapist the grapist i'm gonna grape him (laughs) that make that scary movie he was wearing purple he was just asking for it yeah what yeah look what they're wearing (laughs) what Wearing purple. They're wearing purple. Oh. They're asking to get great. <laughs> Do you not hear yourself? Right. It kind of sounds like you're saying rape. rape. Oh my God. Why would you say that? Yes. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. <laughs> so minority kill count. The homeless One. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that we saw. Oh, they were probably for sure. Tons. All of the women. We uh, don't know who the women were. One of the tapes, I think it said Asian lady on it. Um, for sure there were tons of women, but we only saw the homeless guy get absolutely demolished. Yeah. So the new number is 264 Tito Turtle in a house full of vampires and sad mommy. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Katie, you you were saying something about the meaning of barbarian. Yeah. Looked- so the the name, uh, my understanding, my interpretation of it after having watched the film, um, because it could have meant anything going in, like we had no idea when it started, but after the film finished, I assumed that the name barbarian was in reference to Frank because he was the barbarian. He was hunting out women to rape and question mark kill we don't actually know but to murder um and then like keeping him in a basement and then raping his kids and like he was the barbarian and as time goes on through the movie and after you meet him you accept okay he's the barbarian and then we get to the point where justin long throws tests off the water tower and then he comes down and is like oh i'm so glad you're okay except you, you know, you slipped and blah, 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 blah. And then a switch, a flip happens. And now Barbarian or the Barbarian no longer references Frank. It references Justin Long because he is the Barbarian in this moment. Hardcore. So uh, I know a lot of kids, they do essays and debates and they always say, Webster's Dictionary defines this word. So Barbarian or to be barbaric, is a person who's considered extremely crude and uncivilized. So yeah. yes. So both of them. They are barbaric. Yep. Exactly. You could, I guess, consider the mother a barbarian, but when you really take a good look at it and the things that she's gone through, like she's the product of multiple generations of incest yep. and has only been given, you know, she doesn't see the light of day. She only knows what Frank has told her or shown her via this fucking breastfeeding DVD or whatever the hell she's watching. Like, she's not trying to be barbaric. She just, that's just who she is. She's overly strong. So she's unaware that what she's doing is hurtful. And she's just trying to take care of these babies. So, or what she considers babies. So, yeah. Yeah. It's hard to consider her as the barbarian. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But it makes more sense. I was like, oh, well, I'll be dipped. Because the whole movie I was trying to figure out, like, what do they mean by barbarian? Yeah. Well, and when it when it opens. So, like I said, the first half hour just seems like it could be a rom-com. Like, we've just watched Tess and Keith fall in love per happen, happen chance because they fucking ended up in an Airbnb or whatever. Um but given the name barbarian you just assume that it's keith like oh the yeah this guy that's in her airbnb is the like he shit's gonna get barbaric and wild in a minute and it never does <laughs> it's i don't know it's fucking cool yeah it's, it's a good name even though it was like a placeholder it actually worked so does anybody have anything else to say about barbarian before we get out of here watch it if it's you really haven't watched good. it watch it it is very so many good. good horror films this year yeah it's really fun people have had a lot of extra time to think about things you know so it happens when covid hits and you can do nothing but sit and think we've gotten some solid scary movies because of it so i'm happy i i say this all the time but this new generation of people coming up with scary ideas is fucking solid and go fucking figure i say this every time when we see another new scary movie a funny person did it this is fucking Abraham Lincoln yelling about now you fucked up. And he came up with this movie. He wrote this movie, you know? <laughs> so I am so happy that there's still these new, fresh, awesome, cool ideas coming out of the out of the world. It makes me happy, man. It's easy to watch and review scary movies when they're just fucking solid, man. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, there's poop. We watch poop all the time, but boy, howdy. It's fun when you get like a nice good ass movie out so with that that is the end of this episode so if you have any cool fun facts about i don't, I don't know barbarians D&D class. About Conan the barbarian. yeah or dave the barbarian i remember that cartoon i love that one you can tweet us at we have an email it is alantownpresents at gmail.com we have facebook yeah. <laughs> alantown presents my brain went like or Barbarella. That's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean, uh, there's a, there's a female barbarian lady. Yeah, her name is Barbarella. 
Oh, I was thinking of Booberella. That was uh, Pamela Anderson. She had a comic book. By Stan Lee. No, okay. Booberella. I thought that was that was Barbarella. No, that no Barbarella's real. Okay. I mean, quotation marks. So is Booberella. Yeah. Apparently. So. <laughs> so that is episode twenty-eight in the books. Out of sight. In the pocket. Why do you keep saying I, that? Where did that come from? It's from one of my favorite podcasts. You man. lied to me. Luberellis from The Simpsons. No, but uh, we'll look this up later. Look, put Pamela Anderson in. But yeah. So, the music you listen to right now that is Flippin' the Combined Effort. Flippin' the C, anywhere you can find them. Studio pieces, thank you so much for the artwork. So, we got three more movies, and then we are done with the fourth annual Halloween Screamathon. Season four has begun. What do you got, Kate? Otis is thinking about the movie Barbed Wire. Don't make me edit. There's a cartoon she did. It was called Booberella. <laughs> Making me. It's called Stripperella. Stripperella. That's different. That's <laughs> moderately close. Jeez. <laughs> you know I me. Mean? Seconds before this, you thought I was completely making this up and there wasn't even an animated thing. So at least that's because my brain was thinking about something completely different. How do you think? And I'm I'm just making shit up. Yeah, I remember making that up. So <laughs> <laughs> so like always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back tomorrow with another scary film. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Toots. Oh, hey, what's up, guys? You guys recording an episode? Oh, did I miss another one? Now that's spooky.